Hey guys, and welcome back to episode three of the Manhattan Project. I'm here with Ian today, as always. Ian, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. I thought I always answer that as you're asking everyone else. <laughs> you do. I'm good, though. How are you today, Ian? I'm pretty good. I had a nice little weekend. Did you? Yeah, I went well, home for the weekend. Where's home? Like, in Jersey. I guess I don't disclose the location. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, so I went home and I was sort of just helping getting the house ready for a bunch of renovation and shit, because my parents got, like, new rugs for half the house, and really? they had to pick up, like, half the flooring, and then obviously replace it. And and then I had to help like put together shelves and shit and rearrange my whole garage. Damn. No. Yeah. A working man, huh? You know. You know how it is. Hard at work. No more shop right now. We're <laughs> carpet depot. <laughs> carpet depot. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> what did you do this weekend? What did I do this weekend? Hmm. Could you remind me? I, I didn't drink this I wasn't weekend. Here, I don't know. I didn't do much, I don't think. Oh, I had a really nice day. I think it was Sundays when you came back, right? Yeah. Sunday I had a nice relaxing day. Oh, uh, yeah. Drank a lot of wine. Because you went to, um... To Brooklyn, Brooklyn right? Yeah. There. Had a nice dinner, early lunch. Relaxed at this rooftop. Watched the sunset. Ugh. And then went home. Back to Manhattan. Oh, I thought you were about to say back to Long Island. No, no, no. I don't like going back to Long Island. I know, is the, anyone even there right now? Like yeah, I'm, one of my friends is back for a spring oh, break. But okay. I meant like family, other, but... Oh, no, no family's there. My mom left today, and then my brother yeah. left for the year. Where's he off to? Montana. Oh, he's back. Okay. I think nice. Montana. Honestly, I'm not sure. I haven't talked to him in a while. I should oh, okay. probably talk to him, but... That might be nice. I know. <laughs> I have a hard thing with communicating. Yeah. So do I, though. I don't like reaching out to... Well, not that I don't like reaching out to people. It's just I have a hard time actually doing it. Doing it, yeah. I do this thing. I did this with my cousin... Cousin. Cousin the other day. <laughs> she... We, like, don't see her a lot. They live in California. Like, all my family lives on the West Coast, but, um... I guess she, like, texted me, like, about her husband's from Croatia, and she was giving us, like, travel advice, because me and Ian were supposed to go to Croatia oh, this yeah, upcoming yeah, yeah. week, and she texted me, like, at the end of January, because I guess that's when I was asking her, Yeah. and sent me tons of tips, uh, all this information I just never answered, and then I saw, <laughs> oh, no. like, two days ago, and then texted her, I was like, hey, sorry, and she's like, lol, that was a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I hate that. That's the worst, like... When you eventually do respond, or, like, you do reach out, they're like, oh, it's been so long. It's like, there's always, like, shade towards it, I feel. Like, at least I'm reaching out, just be happy. I know. Also, I think that's something that I do, where I, like, won't reach out to people for a while, and it's understandable. People, like, will think it's, like, something bad. Like, so many of my home friends I just won't talk to, like, some of my closest friends for a while, but I'm just... Just living life. I'm yeah. doing my thing here. I feel the same way. I just don't feel the need to always have to... Sounds bad. Always have to check in on people. But <laughs> it's not like... 
I'm just trying to do my thing. I'm pushing through. I don't have time to... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't have time to... Like, I still love you, but... Yeah, like, of course. And I get it. I'm the same way, kind of. Like, a lot of my friends from home-ish, whatever you call home. Yeah. Um, Like, I'll keep in contact with them, but I feel like I'll talk to a few of them once every couple months. Uh And I'm, like, satisfied with that. And I feel like we are still good friends, you know? But then I don't know if it's received the same way, because I'm not reaching out like that, like, more often. Yeah, how do you... Well, I guess it's different for you, because your friends, you've always been fucking far different time zones. Like, all, like, your friends, like, say, Evelyn, she'll, like, text you, and, like, going to bed while we're just waking up, right? Is that how the time difference works over in Malaysia? (laughs) Close. (laughs) It's, like, okay, so it's, like, a 13-hour difference right now. And then daylight savings, it'll be 12. So she usually wakes up around, like, I guess, like, 7 our time. Yeah. Like, uh, keeping in contact just because of, like, the big time difference. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, the time difference and shit. Because I know when my when Abby, my sister Abby, lived in Scotland, it was weird to, like, text and call and FaceTime because, one, she was in college, like, probably getting fucked up or, like, going out, like, busy with her friends. Two, I don't care because I don't need constant communication. Yeah. I just feel like, I guess regardless, like, if you're not in the same, like, city, I guess, or in, like, the same kind of area, you're just more likely to not talk as often because you're living your life, right? But it doesn't mean, at least from my point of view, like, it doesn't mean that you don't necessarily care about the person any less or, like, don't want to still be friends with them or anything like that. It's just that you, I feel like everybody kind of just gets involved in the shit that happens day to day and you kind of don't focus on things that aren't directly in front of you or things you can't uh-huh. really go and like see or go talk to like in person directly yeah so it's harder yeah it becomes I've, less of a priority i guess yeah i agree there's this weird thing i don't know if i make this up in my crazy head but i always think people like belittle me when like when we don't have communication for a while and there's someone that was or who are, who is close to me. Yeah. Like, people I've grown up with, and then I, like, won't speak to them for a few months, not because I'm, like, doing it purposely, but just because, like, I'm not a busy person, but, like, I have other priorities in my life where I am, and I'm in New York, I'm, like, doing things here, and, like, just trying to be happy here, but I have this weird thing, tell me if this makes sense, where, like, I'm in, like, I have these strong relationships with people, and... We don't talk for a while, and then we eventually talk, and it's like they belittle me, where they're like, oh, is every, like, how are you, like, are you okay, where they, like, think, like, oh, I'm doing so bad, because I'm ignoring them, I'm trying to avoid them, but, like, that's not it, it's not that deep, I'm not trying to, like, avoid you, I'm not trying to, like, ruin any, like, relationship, I'm just, like, doing my thing, like, rolling with it, and I don't need you to come in... Yeah. Get all annoyed and all, like, like oh, give me he's this hurt. Kind of attitude. Oh, like, like, what's going on? What's up? Let me, like, I need to call you. I need to see you. Like, what's up? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, like I'm not going through anything. Thing. Like, yeah, I'm just yeah. doing my own thing. That's something that really bothers me I get a lot. that. I never really pay attention, I feel, like, I guess to the way if it's, like, belittling. Yeah. You know, I don't well, know if also, I would put it I'm like just that. a little crazy, so maybe, like... <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I guess looking at it from the other perspective, it's kind of fair. Like, say you're reaching out to someone, and they're just not responding, and then after a couple months or, like, 
maybe like a week or whatever, um, like they'll respond. Yeah. Like I guess he kind of had the right to be a little upset about it. Cause yeah, like, but you have to know the person. Like yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. A lot of people like, like you know me. I don't answer you for like a day or two, but like you know, I'll be on my phone. Yeah. But I'll just like see it and just like forget about it. Yeah, you just <laughs> open it and close it. <laughs> you do that in person too. Oh <laughs> uh, boy, oh boy. Um, what are we talking about today? Oh uh, yeah. It? So this topic I want to talk about. I'm calling it the adjustment period. Right. Which isn't a thing, but we're going to make it a thing. <laughs> and I think, to def- how would you define this adjustment period, which goes for romantic relationships and non-romantic relationships in general, where just a period of time, I guess, where your lives, I guess, are going two different ways and you have to figure out how to put those things together if you want to maintain this like healthy relationship. And I think first we should talk about the friend aspect where building friendships and stuff. Yeah. Stupid, but like... And we did kind of touch on it a little bit because it kind of goes into like friends we used to have, you know? And I feel like a good way to um, define like the adjustment period is just sort of a time of change. Yeah. Where you're looking to like you're changing and maybe the person you're with is changing or your friends are changing. Yeah. But you all still want to be friends, so you work to, like, you know, maintain your differences. Like, yeah. You know, if that makes sense. It does. I think something so hard about the adjustment period, a good example, yeah, is moving to the city and coming here out, out of high school and into college where we don't, know all these people yet everyone wants to be friends because they want their new little friend group which is so stupid and i remember when we first moved to the city there were um so many like friend groups of like 20 people and all those people now i guess are broken up into like little subgroups and it's interesting Mm -hmm. because i like knew a bunch of those people that were in like these big groups and they were all just like toxic to one another but not like outright wordly. yeah also let's change the subject because I don't want to talk about this I don't think it's a good topic well it's a little late okay. and I can I have an example as well okay. make me interested <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's kind of along the same lines right where you're saying like going out of high school straight to like we moved into the city into like a whole new environment everybody was sort of new to it but on a smaller scale, even having these, like, adjustment periods individually, like, for me, for example, moving, like, countries, right, I would go from, like, having knowledge and being accustomed to a certain culture, say, Chinese culture, for example, and you just get stripped out of it, especially at a young age when you're starting to be accustomed to things, right? Is that, are you talking about when you came to the U.S.? From China? No, no, no. I, well, I guess that would work, too, but I was going to say even at, like, a younger age, where I was going from China to Poland, I feel like there was, like, a huge so adjustment period. I love it. <laughs> I feel like it was a, just a big adjustment period, because when I was in China that first time, I was, I don't know, five to eight, or seven years old, some shit like that, and I don't know, I feel like you're 
starting to like figure out your personality and shit like that is developing, you know, in you. Uh huh. But like, and then I guess just being stripped immediately out of that and then placed into a new cult- culture, <coughs> um, in school and shit. Um, how was that transition? I feel like. Oh, I guess it's hard. Because you didn't have a choice, obviously. No, no, no. I didn't have a choice. And, like, I, I guess I didn't have choice of location, school, anything like that, right? It was sort of wherever I got in. Especially uh-huh. as the youngest of um, my three siblings. They had to usually take placement tests to get into schools and shit. Yeah. So, um, and I didn't because I was too young to. Yeah. So, I like, it just depended on where they got into. That's where I would go. And... You just kind of get put into this space of, it's kids who understand what you're going through, right? Because they've also moved around a lot and shit. But at the same time, there's like an animosity behind it. Because I feel like the kids, while they understand what you're going through, don't necessarily, aren't necessarily more accepting. You know what I mean? Uh Like they'll still be clicky and like groupy and like not really accept a new kid, even though almost every year you're having like three to four new kids in your class or whatever just because that's like the nature of international schools I guess yeah so I guess it's sort of on the same vein where you have to adjust to figuring out who people are what types of people you're coming in contact with and like how that kind of works with um where you are as well how did you do how did you do that at a young age like where like did you, like, confide in your parents and, like, like no, ask them like, for help to, like... Did you have trouble making friends, like, moving to all these places? Was that it? Or was it being in school and not fitting in and, like, people already had their friends and you were just, like, the new boy? Yeah, so it's a little bit of both, right? So I feel like I've had experiences... So, like, when... Um, like, for example, when I moved from Sweden to China, like, the first ever move I made, I was so young... Like, I was, what, it was, like, first grade or some shit. Like, kids don't care at that point, you yeah. know what I mean? So that was easy and no, like, issue. Yeah. And, and so don't at remember that, that, really. Exactly. Um, but when I got older, it obviously got harder because people started, I guess, having more niche interests and shit, uh-huh. where that becomes more of, like, a deciding factor of, like, what group you're in, what friends you have, like, you know, shit like yeah. that. Did so, you ever sacrifice, like, things to, like, fit in with people? Whether it was oh, like doing oh, things yeah, that you yeah, didn't yeah. want to do, but you just did it so you would fit in. Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily like thought like, like schemed it out like that in my head, but I yeah. definitely um, was like, oh, I would prefer to be friends with so and so, and you're gonna do what they're they, doing. Exactly, so they exactly, would. exactly. So like, I think when I was in Poland, I like joined the, like the soccer team or something like that. But I was, like, a little chubby kid, you know what I mean? I was not, like, a little... I'm not no athletic dude, but... I feel like I kind of joined to find more friends, I guess, in that light. But then, moving from Poland back to China, I feel, in um, the high school I ended up graduating from, was a lot easier of an experience. Because they were very accepting, Uh I feel. And they were all, like, they all wanted to be friends with all the new people who came in, which was super... Nice. Cool. You, you want to talk a little bit more about your experience, like, here? Because I guess this was your, or yeah, any other adjustment time, like, period? <laughs> I didn't, like, have an adjustment period, really. I mean, 
I was born in New York, raised in New York. Yeah. But you were you didn't live in like New York City. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like when I was younger though, having regarding to adjustments, I didn't have many adjustments growing up because I would I'm the youngest of four, and I followed kind of similar what you did. You followed where your siblings would go, because mm-hmm. you're the youngest of three. Yeah. That's what I, I was similar in that way, where I like grew up going to the same middle Catholic elementary middle school as my two older brothers and my sister, and then getting thrown into this all-boys Catholic school, because my brothers did it. So I think where I had my first like adult real-life adjustment period is probably moving from all boys Catholic high school to a public school because I've never been to public school before yeah. where we didn't practice like religion every day and we didn't all share this core like religious yeah. belief. Was that weird for you going into it? No, it wasn't that weird. I don't think because I'm not religious at all. I, mean, I was more scared. I think moving into like a public school yeah, because from like a private school. Yeah, at these private schools, everyone's so sheltered, and, like, everyone's just, like, held back, and, like, everyone's just, like, everyone's the same at these, like, at these, sorry, at these, um, private schools and these Catholic schools. Everyone's the same, where, like, there's one way you have to be, and that's how you, like, have to act and be. Yeah, and that's a path you have to follow or something. Yeah, well, at public school, which was nice, like... At first, I was scared. I was trying to fit in. Then I was like, fuck, like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, we're all human. Like, yeah. let's just have fun. And I fucking love public school. Did you do any, like, did you go out of your way to try to, like, make friends with certain, like, doing certain things or anything like that? Or no. So another, care? I think I was privileged in a way where I went to, like, my, of course, like, the town I grew up in, that public school. And I had friends from... Like, mini sport leagues I was in when I was younger. Like, I knew people, and, like, a bunch of my childhood friends from, like, middle school, a lot of them did go to public school, so I had them, and that was nice. It was a nice transition, I think. I had this one friend, her name's Brooke, and uh, I think you've met her. You did did. meet her. You met her own family. You went to their house. That's so so nice. But that, that's, like, a great example. All of us, when all of her siblings do, went to private school growing up with my siblings we got so close our families were really close and then we separated in high school and then coming back to the public school I think she was the one that like really took me in and Mm. like helped me out coming to a new school and a whole new switch to public yeah which wasn't that big of a switch honestly okay it was more of like a character switch where like you had to just like be more of yourself and care less of what yeah, following, like, certain rules yeah. and shit. Yeah, I get that. That's really interesting. And I always forget, like, in the U.S., how it's, like, middle school and high schools aren't, aren't like, connected. You know what I mean? Like, you don't go to middle school oh, and yeah, then yeah. the same high school. You know, uh-huh. it's, like, affiliated. Yeah. You, like, have to choose a whole separate one, uh-huh. which I feel like, I guess, kind of is, like, an adjustment period. Because, yeah. say, all your friends, like, that you were close <laughs> with in middle school go to a completely different yeah. high school, then you're jumping into a whole new... Pond. It's cool, though, because... That period from middle school to high school, everyone just separates, makes tons of new friends at all these different mm-hmm. like, private schools and such, and yeah. then um, we're still like all connected, so then you meet their friends, they meet your friends, and like, it's interesting. Yeah, you kind of grow like a 
giant circle of people. Yeah, not Which, always a good circle, but yeah, but a circle. You get, you meet everyone. Yeah, whether they're good or bad, you meet them. And like you know who like to avoid and who yeah. not to avoid and shit. Yeah, definitely. And that's also I feel interesting with like the amount of people that you meet, because uh-huh. like where I lived and shit. Like obviously my schools were pretty small. Yeah. And like my graduating class was twenty six. Uh huh. So it's obviously tiny, but like I feel like schools here pretty much everywhere you go, like, hundreds of people in the class. Yeah. So you really get to know a shit ton of people. It's interesting. One one of the big things I realized growing up and, like, do, like going through these adjustment periods was when everyone left and went to these different high schools and, like, made new groups of friends. It's so funny to see how, like, these people, like, people will, like, build, like, groups, like, packs, like, like clips. for animals like yeah. animal packs yeah. and like and think that these packs are like the end all be all and I think it's something very toxic it's like the ride or die shit yeah like growing up <clears throat> where like we put these random people on pedestals like I, I'm thinking of so many people that I'm just not gonna name but like yeah. these people like we just think they're the greatest people ever cause like in high school we think oh like they're the cool kids yeah, and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, like, once you leave, you realize how toxic that was and how you're living for these other people <laughs> and not, like, yourself. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I feel like I had um, almost, like, an opposite experience. Uh-huh. Just from from moving so often, I feel like I've had the realization at a young age that, like, everybody's just who they are. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't have... I don't, I don't... I try not to put people on pedestals or anything. Because I feel like, why would anybody be that different than me, I guess? Yeah, that's good. Like, if they're acting, like, like hostile towards me or some shit, like, obviously I'm not going to entertain it. Yeah. You know what I mean, but... Also, you're, it's like, the nicest person, so... <laughs> I just don't... I don't know, I'm not an angry person, I guess. Alright, moving on, because I don't feel like talking about adjustment periods anymore. <laughs> we have spring break coming up, which is... So exciting. So exciting. Ian and I were supposed to be going to... Our first destination was Morocco. Yep. Then we changed our minds and chose Greece. Greece. We chose Croatia. (laughs) We really jumped all over. We really did. But our last destination (laughs) we chose was Long Island, and that's where we're heading. (laughs) Thursday evening, we're going to Long Island. Yeah, we are. It's gonna be fun. I know. It should be good. Well, I think we're going to Long Island. Yeah. How many people are gonna come? Just us? Me, you, maybe one of, maybe, I don't, me, you, and some friends. Let's keep it at that. Okay. It should be fun, though. I yeah, feel like and there I should think, be more people. I feel like it would be fun. I think we're gonna rent a house in the like Southampton or Montauk for like three or four days. Which would be fun, and then we could hit up some wineries. Oh, that's yeah. all we could do out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good time. I'm honestly excited for this break. I've been so out of it with school. I know. Even it's, though we just kind of started, but at the same it's time, crazy. it's spring. We're halfway through, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in the mindset yet. It's so bad. I feel like I used to be super like hyper focused on school and shit. Like, I would get my shit done so fast. Yeah, now we're, like, checking out. Yeah. Burnout. Burnout season, baby. Um, spring break. What? It's funny. I don't think I could be able... Oh, my God. 
I can't speak. Wow. I don't think I would be able to go to like one of those college spring breaks and oh, like hell Cancun no. or like like any even of even in those. like Florida, like Miami or some shit. Like absolutely oh. not. I there's just it doesn't even look fun. It just looks like I know a lot of people terrible. have fun doing those like collegey like. Let's go black out together and all like have sex with each other and Ugh. stay at the most disgusting all inclusive resort. Yeah. I just I couldn't do it. Sam, I'd rather do what we're doing. Just go home to Long <laughs> Island and Same. relax. Like just I I prefer to just not have a lot of people. I feel yeah. like it gets way too much. Yeah. I mean, we have fun with just us and our friends. Oh my god, hell yeah. We always find something to do. Yeah. To wrap this up, because I have to get my life together and I have to go do things with my dad, even though it's 7 p.m. already, um, on our next episode, we are having a guest. I'm not, we're not recording a podcast, our next podcast, unless we have a guest on. Agreed. I really I, want someone to join us. Yeah. And I think over spring really break, talk. we could have a nice little group session. It could be kind of fun. That would be fun. A nice little group conversation. Out east. Out east. Little Hampton star. We could, I was thinking, <laughs> kind of just spitballing now, but you have your fire pit. We could do a little podcast around the pit. We could. I feel like that could be a lot of fun. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. That's yeah. genius. Let's do that. Right. Next podcast, we'll see you at the pit, you guys. See you there. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace.